Together we can mobilize a global mission force to finish the task. This is your tribe. All right, um, today we have a special guest all the way um, from uh, a Center for Missionary Mobilization and Retention. Um, I, I would love to hear more about, uh, you know, not just your organization, but your journey personally mm. as, a, as a mobilizer, um, but also uh, serving in a, in, a, in a seminary and Bible school. Um, so just uh, tell us a little bit uh, about uh, yourself and about your journey. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ray. Um, so yes, my wife and I have been married for 26 years, and we've got mm -hmm. five kids. And uh, we were oh. on the on the mission field for several years in a mm. sensitive country. And uh, I remember one day I uh, needed we needed to buy shoes for one of our kids. You know how kids grow out of shoes pretty quickly, and so we headed down to the uh, to the shoe store, which was just a, mm. about a block away from the government sanctioned church. Okay. So mm -hmm. it was about a block away and, and uh, I forgot that it was a weekday and we, we homeschool our kids. So as I mm. got into the building and started asking for shoes, the, the saleswoman asked me, why isn't your son in school? And I mm. said, well, uh, you know, in the local language, I said, well, we, uh, we homeschool our kids and she said mm. homeschool your kids why do you want to do that and I said well we want to teach our kids the bible and again it was in the local dialect and and she said you want to teach your kids the what the and what? I said <laughs> I said the bible and she kind of shook her head and said oh your you know your language skills are not very good which was very true. They're not very good, but, <laughs> but I was pretty sure I was pronouncing it right. And the thing is, Ray, that she had never heard that word in her own language. And here she was just a block from, uh, from the church in town. And so I really, from that moment on, uh, had a burden for uh, more laborers. And as a friend, uh, a friend of mine, we would often prayer walk around this city. It was about 10 kilometers around the city. And once in a while, we would mm. take a couple hours and walk and pray. And I remember being so overwhelmed with um, the, the need and the fact that, you know, 99% of the people that I was mm. seeing had never heard the gospel before. And yet there were few Christians and few missionaries. And so, mm. Uh, if we fast forward a couple years, I'm I'm back here in the states, and I'm serving as the missionary in residence, and I'm taking a grad class called uh, Generational Succession, which is kind of a fancy name for who is going to replace you in ministry. And most of the mm -hmm. of my classmates were um, were pastors, and so the class was primarily taught. Who's mm. going to take over the church when you leave? But it mm. got me thinking as a missionary, who is going mm. to take over for, for, for Dave? And mm. uh, so I began looking into uh, the numbers of long-term missionaries sent around the world, sent from the West, sent from mm. other countries. And uh, I realized that the data showed since 2008, the number of long-term missionaries sent from America 
was in drastic decline, that we were mm. losing about 7% of our missionary force being sent from the states. And uh, I, I know that it has grown and it's growing in a lot of other countries and we're very thankful for that. But that concerned me because it's still uh, important for America to obey the Great Commission. And so mm. really from that moment on is when I really started researching missionary mobilization. And mm. uh, that's what really propelled me into uh, the work that I, I invo- uh, that I'm involved with now. Yeah, but but uh, but the the issue is probably not just uh, about mission mobilize uh, well or mission mo- missionary mobilization, because often people are thinking about mobile uh, thinking of uh, mobilization is about recruiting people, mm-hmm. but I, I believe the the way uh, you uh, your approach is that serving in a, in a seminary I think it's more a, a holistic thinking more than just this person going to the mission field, right? Yes, absolutely. We we strongly believe that every believer has an important role to play in the Great Commission. And so I define uh, mobilization as activating God's people towards their specific role in Mm. the Great Commission endeavor. And so everyone has a role to play. So here at Trinity Bible College and Graduate School in Ellendale, North Dakota, uh, Mm. our entire student body is involved in missions in some way. In fact, Mm. uh, one of the primary reasons that the president brought me here was to establish what we call our Go Trip program. So our Mm. entire college closes down in the spring for a week Mm. or two, and we send all of our students around the world on short-term mission trips. Uh, We train them all year long. We meet once a week, and we train Mm. them all year long. And so it doesn't matter what your major is. You're you're involved in some aspect of going, and Mm. students raise their own funds. This is in addition to the tuition that they pay. And so we want to say, listen, Missions is not just for missionaries, as Ann Dunnigan has said. Uh, missions is not just for missionaries, but God's call is for all. And uh, it's an important factor here at uh, Trinity Bible College and Graduate School. Uh, but again, the end goal is that everyone works together towards the completion of the Great Commission. And in order mm-hmm. for that to happen, we do need missionaries on the field. Yeah, oh, I I listened to uh, your your podcast, which is really good, and I learned a lot from you. And also, sometimes I I was thinking, oh, I I should interview this person. <laughs> and then sure, you, yeah. you, you you always have some like really good uh, topics, uh, not just about a mission mission mobilization, but also the you know not the just the what, but the why, and mm-hmm. why we're doing it, why this is so important. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, let me get back to. Um, uh, the number, uh, um, you say uh, 7% decline, uh, you know, for the states, but, uh, you know, the, the, you know, it comes and goes sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you see the church, uh, are, are, you know, of a certain country, they just raise up, just like the, the Filipinos, uh, yes. just like the, the, the Koreans, uh, and now the Chinese, Chinese church, uh, even mm-hmm. the underground church, uh, house church, they, they still like 
very strong in in, in sending and uh, really catch the fire. Right. Uh, uh, so should we be worried about it? Because, you know, it's supposed to be the work of the Holy Spirit. Or, you know, sometimes and men, very often, actually, for, for myself as a mobilizer, I was thinking, is it man's work or is it God's work? Mm. Yeah, of course, it's God's work. But, you know, we as mobilizers, yeah. how much we can actually do or or mm -hmm. push uh, so-called the uh, uh to to get more people be involved if they are if they are not serious about the great commission how, who are we to even convince them to get into the business <laughs> <laughs> well it is a joy to partner with god on mobilizing his people and uh and activating them and so i i would i would go so far as to say a believer who is not interested in the great commission is uh uh at 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 best short-sighted and um every believer has an important role to play and so this is just not for uh those the the, the thing is from the very beginning in genesis 1 28 uh, God has commanded his people to scatter, to multiply, and to mm -hmm. fill the earth. And uh, that is echoed, of course, in what we call the Great Commission to make disciples of mm -hmm. Pantata ethne of all nations. And mm -hmm. that's something that we have not done in over 2000 years that mm -hmm. uh, Christ gave that command to the church. We have mm -hmm. not made disciples of all nations, and we won't be able to accomplish that task unless mm -hmm. we involve the entire body of Christ into praying and to going and to sending and to encouraging and to teaching and equipping. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, part of what we want to do is help others understand mm -hmm. that they have this important role to play and then provide some resources uh, mm -hmm. on our website, missionarymobilization.org. We have a lot of free resources for pastors, for missionaries, for agency mobilizers. And mm. so we really want to come alongside others who are mobilizing and and, uh, and network together and curate some resources and provide uh, some some trainings and some other things that enable them to mobilize better. So while it is God who calls missionaries to the field, I, mm. I, I do firmly believe in that, we can study how God does this. What does God often use to call missionaries and mm -hmm. we don't want to manipulate people into going <laughs> on the mission field that's important um, but we do want to understand how God often works in people's lives to get them mm -hmm. to the place to say yes God is leading me to go or he is leading me in some other aspect of mm -hmm. missionary mobilization and so uh, we really uh, want to help with the academic side of missionary mobilization doing research and yeah. providing that research to others they're not yeah indeed they're not too uh, many of this out there actually we do have seminaries we do have uh, some um, some seminaries offering uh, missiology uh, lectures uh, mm -hmm. or, or some courses uh, or or even a curriculum at best yes. but the mission mobilization not really a lot and and 
by saying that, just uh, share with our, our, our audience maybe about uh, the, uh, the effort of putting a journal together. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I've had it on my heart for uh, a few years to put a journal together. But the thing is, Ray, I've never done anything like this. So I, <laughs> uh, I didn't know how to do it. And um, those around me um, didn't really have any experience in that either. And so uh, we had to do a little bit of research and we're still, of course, learning. Um, we've put out uh, two different uh, issues now and we're working on our third one. Mm. It's called the Missionary Mobilization Journal. Mm. And it is a collection of articles from uh, experts and practitioners mm -hmm. around the world on uh, various topics of missionary mobilization. And that's free and available on our website, missionarymobilization.org. There's a journal tab there. And um, so, yes, this is just another way that we want to resource. So I started asking some friends and some colleagues uh, who have experience and have knowledge in certain areas of missionary mobilization if they would mm. consider submitting an article and so those come in by a certain date and then uh, we edit them and I have someone who designs the journal and it, it's free in digital format or yes. it's available it's available yeah. for print as well so uh, we hope that that's a valuable tool and a resource you know yeah. wh where do where do missions mobilizers where do missions pastors uh, get their degree? Where do they find their education? And there really isn't a whole lot out there. And so uh, we're, we're just a small Bible school in rural North Dakota. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, but we just want to say, hey, what can we do? Are there a few things that we can help to provide? And uh, the Lord's enabled us to produce this journal. And we're, we've got, we've still yeah. got a lot to learn, but it's a joy. Yeah, that we will definitely put the link uh, in 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 our uh, uh, explanation, uh, further reading uh, sure. for the podcast. But let mm -hmm. me ask you some really uh, uh, interesting questions. Have been challenged by people, especially yeah. about mission mobilization. Um, mm -hmm. Another one is, oh, well, how do you see it uh, as as far as mission goes? Because well, the definition of mission sometimes is really broad sometimes uh, people i see it a very narrow you know the upgs and and to to the ends of the earth uh so the the tension is, has always been there uh you know in in my interviews with a number of people sometimes when people struggled uh, to uh, to really come up with a, a best answer maybe there is none best answer yeah so for example like nowadays in the in the states and or uh, and, and many so-called gateway cities in, around, around the world, uh, we do have a lot of uh, ministry opportunities just at your doorsteps. So people said, you know, we, we're doing some missions, um, you know, uh, social justice, or the, uh, and people are getting uh, even, uh, you know, uh, opportunities to, to, uh, uh, to get educated, and, you know, human rights and many other things are also missions. Mm -hmm. As mission mobilizers, and sometimes it's, it's really challenging uh, to to tell them that you know, for 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 some Muslims at the uh, you know certain areas are the ones we should really put our resources in or whatever. Um, how do you see that? How do, how do you explain this, or or we just uh, leave it as it is? 
Yeah, it's a great question. And certainly there are there is a lot of confusion around the definition of mission, missions, and missionary, and even the newer term missional. And so uh, this confuses a lot of people. Uh, Denny Spitters and Matthew Ellison wrote a great mm -hmm. book called When Everything is Missions. And the problems that arise when we confuse these definitions. And so I have a intro to missions class that I teach. And, and on one of the first days, we talk about what does it what does missions mean? How, mm. how, how do you define it? And several students will raise their hand and say, well, I think it's uh, a missionary, someone who shares the gospel. And I say, uh, okay, so what's the difference between a missionary and an evangelist? Mm. And yeah. they say, well, an evangelist, oh, well, um, and it gets them to really think about that. And I uh, we end up the class by saying a Christian, one who shares the gospel is a Christian. That's what we're supposed to do. That doesn't mm -hmm. make one a missionary or an evangelist. But I always want to go back to the scriptures. And Paul defines this in Ephesians 4, uh, where he writes, he gave some to be apostles, some to be mm -hmm. pastors, some to be teachers, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists. It's the, the fivefold ministry of the church is what we call it. And that word apostle in the Greek is apostolos. And that means one who is sent. And almost every time it is one who is sent cross-culturally to uh, declare a message, to evangelize and to make disciples. And so mm. when we see the word apostle in the scriptures, we should think of our modern term missionary. And so mm. these are distinct roles that uh, God has ordained mm. for the church to function in. And each role is very important. And uh, one is not more important than the other one, but we're not all pastors. We don't call everyone a pastor. Mm -hmm. So why do we refer to uh, every Christian as a missionary? Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to understand from the scriptures that these are distinct roles and everyone has an important function, whether it's teaching. I'm in, I'm in a teaching role right now. I'm not the, the missionary on the field, right? And so uh, everyone has this role to play. And it's important that we understand these distinctions. This mm. diversity is beautiful in the body of Christ. And so mm. we do need to clearly define missions and mission and missionary in order mm. to really get the gospel to the ends of the earth. Yeah, just um, I thank you very much for the answer. I think I, I will quote it uh, to to uh, to some sure. other uh, in, in some other context. But uh, uh, here comes another challenging question: Is that um, when when we talk about cross culture uh, mission or ministries, and often that is the definition. Uh, that often being debate uh, in, especially in the postmodern world, because culture itself is uh, it sometimes is identical by the the barriers of language, social, linguistic, uh, you know, barriers. However, mm -hmm. in in the globalization postmodern world, you know, the, the the barriers sometimes are kind of tricky or blur you know, you, yes it, like mm -hmm. like it's it's not rare that somebody was born in a certain city or country then been educated in another context or another city and then work in other you know work overseas somewhere 
and then uh, come back to their own country after their service. Like you, for example, you are one of this example, like your kids are, are TCKs, so the so-called the cultural kids, you know, they live in a, mm -hmm. a very different environment for a number of years. And so, so when you talk about culture, um, cross-culture, you know, people will challenge you. So why, 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 why is it so important? Because even here, there, you know, it's not about the, where you go mm. or state of mind. So how do you answer that? Yeah, it is a, uh, it's a unique issue for sure. As cultures blend, there's more people on the move now in the world yeah. than there ever has been. And so you, you, you're right in that so many cultures are blending and the lines of where one culture stops and another culture mm. begins is very difficult now to define. Mission mm. Frontiers just put out a, a journal on, uh, is the world still a waffle? And so, you know, <laughs> do we, do we still well, have Why is these... that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, the, the, waffle? the waffle is, you know, it's segmented, right? It has, uh. it has clearly defined borders as opposed to a pancake. Uh, okay. When you pour the syrup on, it runs all over. And so, ah. uh, <laughs> okay. and so, you know, is the world still segregated like this? Speaking of culture and mm. ethno-linguistic peoples or mm. people groups, or ethnicities is the is it still these clearly defined boundaries uh yeah. and i think you know the, the answer is it's it, it isn't and uh yet we know that there are still thousands of people groups around the world even though it's becoming harder to define them without mm -hmm. a gospel witness without a church yeah and the 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 mission of god is for him to receive worship from every people group on the planet. And mm. so I want Jesus to receive the worship that he deserves from all these people groups. So although, yes, it is hard to define, let's not get caught in the weeds of that confusion, but let's uh, do our research well and say, where does the church not, does not, where does it not exist? And sometimes this is geographical. Geographical. Mm. Uh, Acts 1.8 is very geographical, that you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so people mm. live in places and there are people groups and there are places where Christ is not known. And so mm. the goal is to make sure that we make disciples of these people in those places mm. uh, so that God gets the worship that he deserves. Let's come back to the, um, the subject of, of our roles. How do you see that um, as, as a priority or not, uh, that, um, that we should all work together? Uh, as mm. mobilizers, uh, because, you know, we have all different roles and different contexts. And often I said, okay, you have this journal, but it's not, it's only available in English. And how yes. can and people in any other language have any idea what you're writing about? Right. <laughs> how can I use right. that material to, uh, to challenge the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Chinese readers, Spanish readers mm -hmm. that, uh, or, or, or the pastors that, uh, 
such a such a material is available <laughs> you know it, yes sure yes. uh, you know share a little bit about that yeah well we our our, our hope and desire is that we, we can one day translate it into many languages and to equip the global body of christ uh we're an organization that is uh in part-time and uh we we do what we can and i think mm. that that is the important thing so many people are doing nothing Ray, mm. that I think it's important that we say, well, do what you can with the resources that God has given you, with the people that God has set around you, uh, and and with the time that you have, mm. do something to uh, help spread God's fame in mm. all the earth. And so we we do long for a day where there are more resources. Uh, but I think that it's really important that we mm. act on where God has us today and that we yeah. network together. You know, someone said that the Great Commission is too big to do alone and too important to not do together. And so mm. uh, it really is. Uh, we, we can't do this on our own by ourselves. And any group that claims we're going to finish the Great Commission uh, is, is probably not not going to unless they work with others and they partner together with uh, other organizations, other people like we're doing today to talk mm. together, to learn mm. from one another, uh, to, to be a blessing and encourage one another. You know, I think mobilizers are uh, sometimes they feel like they're alone. They're maybe mm. working for their organization and, yeah. and there's not a whole lot of resources or others around them. And so mm. you're creating a, an incredible network of mobilizers and organizations mm. to come together, to learn and, and, to, and to partner together. You have strengths that I don't. And so what you can do, I can't do. And so we all work together for, for the cause. And it's not about competition. Mm. We're not in competition with one another, but we need to join forces, join together to collaborate with others, to partner together mm. for God's fame and his glory, not, not mine, not yours, not anyone else's, any other organization, but we do what we can with the resources that we have, and we partner with others to help mm. us and, and to learn and grow from one another. Yeah, you know, by saying that, um, what, what what's your expectation as you know to uh, tour sh uh, such a network like global mobilization network even just the name is so big there's a global and then it's mobilization as a network yes but uh, you know it, without you know the collaborations uh between uh, different stakeholders and self-motivated you know it's it's really hard if it's just by mm -hmm. one man's job and so right. that's so that's my role makes my job in asking for uh, you know, uh, and, and interviewing uh, different uh, different mobilizers around the world and, and appreciate what they're doing, I think is crucial. And, and what's your expectation, though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, again, it's so what you're doing and your role is so important. Um, you know, missions is no longer from the West to the rest. It's from everywhere mm -hmm. to everywhere. And uh, and yet there are some scholars who say it's time for the West to pass the baton. And they use that analogy of a runner, a relay race passing the baton. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't particularly care for that analogy because it, in, it assumes then that the first runner stops running, passes the baton on to someone else. Uh, we should all be 
running and we should all be working together and we should all be learning from one another. I have much to learn from, uh, from you. I have much to learn from my brothers and sisters in around the world. And I do learn that. Uh, Joji Wong wrote a great article for the Luzon uh, website mm-hmm. about you know tra- the importance of training for mobilizers. And I'm reading through her dissertation right now and learning so much, and it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it, it's not. I don't think the role of the West to say this is how you should do it. Let me train you. No, uh, it is. Let's learn together. You have perspectives and mm. and a worldview that I don't have, and I need mm. to I need to understand that and learn that. And so, the more we collaborate, the 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 better we're going to partner together. And the better we partner together, the more effective we're going to be in mobilizing the global mm. body of Christ. And so, mm. if we can connect globally. My mm. friend Rube, Ruben Kachala in Malawi and uh, <laughs> so so many others. Ruben, know, Ruben we... is friend with everybody. I yes, know. It, it's really hard to avoid his voice. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that man. And he's taught me so much. And and so as mm. we as we partner together and and grow together, we're going to be more effective. And, mm. But we've got to keep this end goal in mind. Jesus deserves worship from every people group, from every ethnicity on the planet. And so let's do everything that we can in mm. order to see that happen. Thank you very much, uh, David, uh, to uh, just to spend time with, with me. But also at the same time, I, I was very encouraged by the, you know, what you do. And, and sometimes you feel like what, what you do is uh, either unique or alone. <laughs> it's, it's a very similar word, but it have a very yes. different meaning. <laughs> mm-hmm, but, uh, right. Lastly, just uh, um, want to hear uh, one of the uh, the testimonies that uh, you have that, that you really can see the uh, the, the outcome of you know and putting this effort together. Well, it's a joy to uh, just collaborate some resources, and that really mm-hmm. is what our website does. And I know you've got great resources on yours as well. And so, uh, but from accessing some of our resources and trainings, I had a mobilization director of a ascending agency to Eurasia write to me and say that he implemented some of the things that he learned uh, from, uh, from our resources and trainings and that dozens more missionaries were mobilized to the field because of them. And so uh, that really is is a joy to us that as we gather resources from around the world and as we produce a few on our own, that um, people can access these and really study missionary mobilization and how God often uh, calls people to the field and really dig into the academic side of missionary mobilization to equip them to mobilize more. And so that really is our goal, that we provide these resources, we collaborate together, and uh, that, we, that we have our podcast and journal and, and uh, articles from others that are written um, on our website that, that can just equip mobilizers to mobilize mm. more, to do their jobs maybe a little bit more effectively. And so mm. uh, it really is a, a joy to, to work together on that. Thank you very much. Uh, here we got uh, David Jacob uh, with us. 
uh, from the uh, mission uh, center for mission mobile uh, missionary mobilization and retention and their website is uh, missionarymobilization.org yes believe. that's right yeah all right see I'm, I'm doing my homework <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of good resources available and also I, I don't think well uh, you know too many of us can really uh, apply for it you know uh, the, the, the school or just go there uh, with the under circumstances uh, like uh, the global pandemic, but we can right. definitely get something, uh, you know, from from their website and get the resources. And mm -hmm. especially to, uh, if you want, you can actually communicate with uh, uh, Professor uh, David uh, directly uh, because uh, he is always available for uh, mobilizers and and providing resources. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much, David, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Ray. I'd be happy to connect with uh, those who are watching this video. And uh, let's, let's, until then, let's pray for more laborers to be sent out into his harvest fields. Amen. Amen. Amen.